Welcome to episode 20 of Carlene's Anime Corner, a St. John's County Public Library podcast. I am very excited today. Well, I'm always excited when I'm doing these because I love talking about anime. I love introducing it to people and it's just a fun project. But it's a super exciting day for me because I actually have a new guest who has never been on this podcast before. So you'll get to meet another coworker of mine here at the library. And we have just wrapped up Halloween, but I have to admit, I couldn't quite get out of the Halloween spirit of the creepy and spooky. So on Carlene's Crunchyroll Q segment today, I'm actually talking about a horror anime, but maybe not the one you're thinking about, because I found out that Digimon has come out with a new series. I looked it up. It's actually their ninth series. I didn't realize it had been going on for so long, because I am actually a fan of the Digimon that aired back in the 90s on Fox Kids. So... I have watched the first season of Digimon in the Americanized English for, I think, at least two or three times all the way through. And I just love the story of TK and the Digidestined and how it wraps up with them actually coming to Japan, which I was just blown away. They actually introduced their parents to their Digimon, um, which that's a huge spoiler if you haven't seen it, but it's a show from the 90s. So I think we're okay on the spoiler territory there. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, I do recommend it. It's a very long watch and a little hard to find at this time. And I've never actually found it in Japanese, which I'd be really curious to do because I'm curious what it sounds like in Japanese versus the English. But the series, Digimon series I watched, as I said, was the ninth series and it's called Digimon Ghost Game. And is talking about these ghost Digimon that are showing up and wreaking havoc. And it's set like two steps into the future. So there's a lot of hologram technology. And they're talking about these Digimon as if they're glitchy holograms. And these urban legends, you know, if you're walking down the road at this certain time of night, you'll be kidnapped and disappear and nobody will ever see you again and stuff like that. So... It's kind of set up to be this urban legend ghost story type thing. And I'm going to say straight out that there are some aspects of it that if you really think about are kind of horrific. But if you want to sit down and watch this with a seven-year-old sibling, they'll probably be okay because the Digimon still keep their cartoony character. So no matter how horrific the things they're doing are, it kind of tones down the horror of it when you see a guy who has a giant clock for his body. And with that, let me get into the first episode where we meet our first evil Digimon, who is Clockmon. Yeah, very creative naming there. It gets worse as things go on. But Clockmon is actually hitting people with a special mallet, which causes him to steal all their time. So you see this young middle school student, they get hit on the head and you like flash forward through their lives. And it's a girl. So it shows like her wedding day. She's in her wedding dress and all this stuff and so on and so forth. And then when he's done stealing her time, you just see this really old lady sprawled out on the floor. And it's just, it's kind of a creepy idea that you can like lose all of your time in two seconds, but Clockmon is kind of ridiculous looking, so it instantly kind of loses a little bit of its creepiness. I would definitely say that this anime is definitely aimed at a younger age group than what I am, of course, but... I did still kind of enjoy watching it because I am a fan of Digimon and I like seeing the Digimon that show up. And there's some very different ones in here. I mean, as I said, the naming conventions are a little 
um, on the money with some of them. So we have Mummy Mon, who's, oh, guess what? A giant mummy. And then we have Drakumon, who has kind of like bat-like wings. And I think they're setting him up to be like the big villain of the series because he has these evil eyes that he uses to set hor- um, horrible pranks on people. Like he takes a soccer player and makes her leg hurt so much that they're wheelchair bound. As I said, it's definitely meant for younger ages. I did enjoy it, though, because I enjoy seeing new Digimon, and it was kind of just a fun, lazy watch to do during the Halloween season, and I will probably keep watching some more episodes of it, and I wish my nephew was a bit older because it would be a perfect series to watch with him. So I'm going to go ahead and give this one so far a three out of five. The human characters aren't really all that interesting so far, but who knows, that might change in the future. And so let us dive right into our review today. And I am really looking forward to talking with my new guest, Miss Lauren, about today's anime. I am so excited today because I have a new co-worker with me to talk about our anime, which is a comedy, a little bit different for me. I'm not much of a comedy person, but this was highly recommended by one of the teens in my anime club. She said it was the only comedy she actually found funny. So here's a shout out to Zoe and for her great recommendation. I greatly appreciate it. Today we're going to be talking about the first 13 episodes of The Disastrous Life of Psyche K. This anime is available to watch on Netflix currently. Um, This anime is about Kasuo Psyche, who is determined to conceal his powerful psychic abilities so he can live a normal high school life. But his strange classmates are a trial, and we are definitely going to be talking about those strange classmates. All right, Miss Lauren, I've ignored you enough. So you have never been on my podcast before, and you're actually fairly newly back to the library system. So what do you do for the library here? Hi. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, so, yeah, I started at the library 10 years ago, and then I left you all. Um, yes, and we all grieve deeply. <laughs> but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I am the marketing and virtual services coordinator uh, so I manage the library's website, I manage um, the databases, promote them, and I promote the library. I run the social media accounts. Um, so if you follow any of our social media accounts, that's me. Yay. <laughs> it's me posting. Yeah. All those really funny memes are for, uh, come from Lauren. Yeah, I'm a meme lord. So, yes. <laughs> so, And I'm not sure actually uh, what... Do you watch a lot of anime, or is this fairly new to you? So my history with anime is I was really into anime in middle school and high school, which was eons ago. I'm going to say um, Sailor Moon Dragon Ball route. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Sailor Moon. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of people who are yeah. like, yeah, I was really into it. And I was like, Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball. Sailor Moon, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Oh, um, yeah. So any of your teens listening would probably be like, wow, she's old. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. I still think anime made in the 2000s is new. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I, it's, and so I got out of watching anime. And it's not that I'm not interested in it. Um, I, I, watching this was a real pleasure. So, oh, giving, um, giving away your uh, opinion there a little bit early. So, this is not, you're, you're not new to anime, but you're maybe not up onto the newest I'm, anime. Series. Yeah. So, I'm like not new to anime, but I'm, I'm new, renew. I'm like renew to the library. I'm renew to anime. (laughs) 
Well, you sit across from me in the library, so you're going to hear a lot about anime yeah. <laughs> over the years. So, yeah, I, uh, I will be reintroduced from an expert. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not an expert, but somebody who watches way too much of it. <laughs> Um, you, you gave your hand a little bit here, but I normally ask my guests to give a spoiler-free opinion of the anime okay, and a five-star review. So one to five, one is like, I hated it, five stars is it was amazing, and I will rewatch it multiple times. And you're allowed to do half stars. So I would do probably four. four. I don't know if I'll rewatch it, um, but it's, I don't know, it's easy. It's easy to watch, yeah, like it, really palatable, so. Well, considering you and I both binged it over like two days. Yeah, I was, <laughs> when I say I was up till four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> A little behind the scenes there. We, we, we set this up, interview up months ago and then forgot to watch the anime, both of us. <laughs> A little insight into what we were like in college, maybe procrastination. Just, just a little bit, just a little bit. I will say I... I did enjoy binge watching this anime because it is easy to watch and it just keeps dragging you on, which is really nice. Yeah. And it's nice um, that each episode, for the most part, is a standalone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, And they're like little vignettes in like each episode. It typically doesn't follow one traditional story yeah so that, that's one of the things i like to um sometimes can really work or really doesn't work with an anime this is based i think it's based on a manga and i think it was the manga was set up as like one of those four panel gag jokes types manga so it's the whole chapters aren't like whole stories i think some of them ran longer from what i was reading online but that was the basis of this and you can tell in the way they split up the segments on the animes like each one has its own little punchline and then we move on to the next part yeah so they are tied together to a certain extent but you still have that nice little individual punchline every now and then yeah so. and i really like well and i guess maybe why i liked it so much is as i said i'm a meme lord and it kind of felt like <laughs> watching a meme it is it's a parody and satire of everything anime i love satire so, so it's yes, <laughs> yes. all right um so uh, you've heard a little bit of my opinion, too. I really did enjoy this. It's a very bingeable, watchable show, so I'm glad Netflix has all of it. I, I have to admit, after years of watching anime, some of the comedy tropes were like, oh, we're doing this joke again. I know where this goes. Okay, it's been you know like that forever. But this show made it feel fresh and new, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to give it a four star also. Yeah, like I, and, and there's more than one season right yeah there's two whole seasons 24 episodes each and then there was like a episode special which i think netflix calls season three it's only like an episode or two okay and that was a special and then netflix apparently um this series first started airing in 2016 apparently as recent as 2019 netflix did a six episode special that aired just on netflix oh okay cool so there's a lot of disastrous life of psyche k to watch if you like it yeah he definitely has disastrous life <laughs> And he tries to make it so normal, and it just, everything is against him. <laughs> everything is against him. Let's go ahead and move into spoiler territory. So if you all are listening to this and you don't want to know every little detail about, you know, his crazy classmates and the antics they get up to, I recommend you go watch the series now and come back later. But if you are up for some spoilers, keep listening. Miss Lauren, you mentioned possibly just going through kind of the characters and getting to know some of their quirks and oddnesses, because that is a lot of what the series is based on. What um, Do you want to talk about Psyche first a little bit, since he is our main protagonist? Yeah, I I kind of related to him. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, I, okay, let's first start off. Psyche K is so powerful, or oh. actually Psyche is so powerful that if he can hear everybody's thoughts... 
He has clairvoyance. He has teleportation. Super he strength. Has super strength if he chooses to. He literally wears these little weird head things that have spikes on them that literally control his psychic power so he doesn't accidentally, like, destroy the world. And also he's, like... <laughs> but also he he was able to, like, reformat how the world works so that that's normal. People know, yeah, like... And yeah. wasn't there something, like, he has... He actually has pink hair. Yeah, he actually has pink hair. And so people, like, the people's hair... Because that's, like, one thing in anime you always see is, like, these anime characters, they all have different hair colors, but it's so never I, really acknowledged. I, but uh, here, they actually call it out. And he's born so, with bubblegum pink hair. <laughs> yeah, and so, but because he, like, changed, he changed, like, humanity's genetics, and so people were growing different hair colors now. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to stand out. So yeah. he literally changes the world so he doesn't stand out. He, he the, the lengths he goes through to maintain a normal, normal life. <laughs> And there's nothing normal about his day-to-day life, though. There's nothing normal about his classmates. There's nothing normal about anything. I mean, his parents are screwball weird. Uh, <laughs> no, with that first episode, I think, they were on oh. the brink of divorce or they something. Were, well, and the thing is, is he knows they don't mean the argument because he's telepathic. So he hears all the lovey-dovey, oh, I love you so much <clears throat> comments underneath. But they've been fighting for six months, like... His his mom keeps changing the locks on the door, so his dad is locked out. And, of course, they all know he has psychic powers, so they're like, oh, can you let me in the house, please? Yeah, and then, like, she made him a uh, – she made, like, a good dinner, but he got a shoe? Like, did, did she make yeah, him a shoe? she cooked him a shoe. <laughs> I mean, this is all in the first episode. Now, I will say they, they do clear up the whole – their argument really fast in the first episode. Yeah. From then on, they're just like all lovey-dovey. Yeah, and um, clueless, hopeless. And just, yeah. I said, what did my notes say um, for the parents? I said, the parents are seemingly the children in this family unit. Yes, they are. <laughs> but I have to admit, if I had a psychic child that could like lift things I'd with be his mind, really I would late. have him rearranging all the furniture, too. I'd be really lazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and I, I just I love the fact because they they are pretty much the only people who truly knew know about Psyche's powers mm-hmm. from the beginning. Some people figure it out as the show goes on, but I love the fact that they instantly are like, "Oh, you can do this for me and this for me." And I was like, "And that's a prime example why Psyche wants to keep this quiet, yeah, and just live a normal life." It would life. be exploited like <laughs> yeah. big time. Yeah, so it's kind of a fun way of showing why he keeps his powers. A yeah, yeah. So I. And it's just so funny because he comes off very, like, his stream of consciousness is he doesn't want anyone around him either. Like, he doesn't want friends. <laughs> and uh, It's like people annoy him. They Well, and he, they talk about he has x-ray vision. Doesn't mean he doesn't see people with their clothes on. He literally sees their muscles and bones. And he's like, so how can I, like, think a girl is cute if all I'm seeing is a skeleton walking around? Yeah. And I'm like, that is creepy and yeah. i'm glad they don't animate it that way right and so it's it's kind of like you know you would think outwardly this is really amazing he's got all these powers but it, it kind of shows actually you it's a, kind of miserable i think it's a burden yeah yeah there's one episode uh he finds that ring and doesn't oh. it like dampen his yeah pa- it makes it so he can't hear telepathy and he's so excited because he's like i can finally go to a movie and not have it spoiled Except that, except that it was spoiled. spoiled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, and um, that's one of the things I also liked about Psyche that they talked about was the fact that, um, well, okay, he monologues in his head through this entire thing. He, he, he never actually opens his mouth. There's very, I think I caught like once or twice where he actually opens his mouth and talks, but most of the time I think he communicates with... I don't know if his classmates think he's talking to them sometimes and he's just doing it telepathically or if he is just so expressive with his like body language that they just pick up on what he's thinking because yeah. it's like they respond to his thoughts sometimes but he's not actually talking to them. Yeah. He is I, a very monosyllabic character in real life and I would love to have an episode where it's just from his classmates point of view of what he looks like. Yeah. And it's weird because there, that that was one thing I I Got like it's it doesn't ruin anything for me about the show, but like it was confusing sometimes to know when he was responding to someone or if he's just doing his internal yeah, monologue. In, yeah, yeah. I watched. Um, oh, did you watch this in Japanese or English? Oh, Japanese. No, I okay. I do subtitles. Yeah, I I flip flop either way. It depends yeah. on how I feel that day and how well done the English dub is. To be honest, um, and I did watch one episode of this in English because I was curious. Uh, the voice actor for Psyche in the English and the Japanese voice actor, they both do a great, like, monologue, I am so bored and tired. Oh, cool. The stuff you're going on with. So they both do an excellent job on it. Yeah. I love how I sounded like a, you know, anime purist there. I was like, oh, <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. I-, <laughs> I will tell you, I think that's also a generational thing. Yeah. Because I grew, when I started watching anime, I was watching it only in Japanese yeah. because the, subbing, the dubbing was so bad. So- uh, the only thing I think the the only anime I ever watched in dub was Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, and that, the dub on that was actually really good. really good. But yeah, in general, the dubs were just so bad that nobody actually really wanted to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think now the dubbing has gotten a lot better. So I with my um, my teen anime club, I often ask them, "Do you want an English or Japanese? If there's a choice." And I would say about 50% of the time they choose the English. Okay. So it's kind of like, it's. I, I think English, is, the watching it dubbed is becoming a little bit more acceptable, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of people who prefer the original. Yeah. And I always keep subtitles on anyway for everything I watch, so I'm just so used to reading. <laughs> <laughs> I watch so much stuff that's in foreign languages. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I read my movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we never stop at the library. Yeah. We're always reading. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's Psyche kind of in a nutshell. He is... Um, I would say he's probably the most normal person <laughs> on the show. Well, Yumihara isn't that abnormal. She is the uh, one who has a crush on Psyche in the first few episodes. Yeah, the the school trip... Um, that was you. Show, you saw a little bit, but she she is the most normal because she, she got like teenage most, girl jealousy. The, yeah, and, she has a teenage girl angst that's normal for a lot of yeah. even American shows. And yeah, stuff. she's not like a crazy off the wall like Kaido. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to start with Nando though? Because he oh, seems. Oh, let's to- start with Nando. <laughs> let's start with him. Well, first so, of all, the character drawing on him makes me laugh. His he his is, butt chin. Is. Okay, I've heard it described as a cleft chin. So apparently, yeah. that's how in Japanese anime they illustrate a cleft chin. But it does. It looks, it looks like thick. Got, it looks. <laughs> it does not look nice. And he's got this weird mohawk haircut, a scar over one eye, and he's like twice as tall as everybody else. Yeah. So like my notes, I put he's big, dumb, lovable dude. Yes. Who calls Psyche his best pal. <laughs> buddy pal buddy pal you're my best friend and the thing is psyche is 
it's like he's like i don't know why i've never encouraged this i've never asked for it but he's just decided he's gonna be psyche's friend no and he's really what. sweet though he, like, is. he know, wants to share things and do stuff and he's just a really sweet guy he is dumb as a brick the, the, when he was invited for christmas um and the dad was like he he thought his dad was, was santa, santa like <laughs> Like it, it's well, and this is an example of how his parents use psyche because Nendo is like, "Oh, that's right, you have reindeer. I've always wanted to see a reindeer." And that, and Psyche's dad is like, "Well, I don't want to disappoint this kid. He thinks I'm actually Santa Claus." So he like looks aside at Psyche and goes, "Psyche, can you make some reindeer?" Yeah, and then of course it's just a deer, but yeah. he's like, yeah. "It's your reindeer." Yeah, it- yeah, and I love Nendo too because he adds a lot of like interesting stuff for psyche because he is so dumb psyche can't actually telepathically pick up on him yeah so he's the only person that can surprise psyche yeah like and he sneaks up on him yeah and, yeah and he's just so that that's always fun because nendo is uh, nendo is always like spoiling psyche's like plans to go out and do something because it's like he just pops out of nowhere and i think i mean he's caught psyche doing his like abilities i think but a couple he- times i think and it's just he's so dumb he just doesn't realize what happened he he is just as I said, I, I, I really loved him because he is a stereotype character, but he's one that you can love. Yeah, and I think well it and maybe I'm because I I haven't watched it a whole lot, I feel like the character that he's like designed after always seems to come off as more of the bully. And so yeah. you come in thinking he's gonna be like this He's gonna be the delinquent, he's gonna be the bully, he's gonna be like a horrible person. And he's actually one of the nicest people. He is, class. yeah. And he he's he kind of stumbles through it, it correct me if I'm wrong too, he is older though than everyone, right? Like eh, they're all in the same class. But I feel like didn't they say he failed or something a couple of years or he was held back? That could I be. can't remember. I I don't remember either. I know there was a point where he was a. If he failed one more test, he was going to be held back, and so. But he passed the test because of his father, who <laughs> is a ghost, who looks just like him, except the scars on the other eye, <laughs> and died apparently before Psyche was born. Yeah. <laughs> so or N- Nando, right? He Nendo, died before. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He died before Nendo was born. Yeah, there's there are a lot of characters in this anime with a lot of backstory they build up over time. I like that too, though, yeah. and and I like so you've got Nando and then Kaido. Oh, Kaido. Who, okay, he, I love the musical riff they do with Kaido because every time he goes into his like I am a shonen hero protagonist mode, <laughs> they do like this electric guitar riff, and do. it's just I'm like that's awesome. I appreciate. What that. is it the the dark. He is the Jet Black Wings is his character name. Yes. And he is fighting against this evil conspiracy called the Dark Reunion. And Dark. I am not 100% sure how much he actually believes the own the stuff that's coming out of his mouth. Because there are times where I'm like, he is completely delusional. And other times where I'm like, he knows deep down that this isn't real. I, yeah, and I feel like it's... He is... So when I was in high school... And I don't know if the, there, there are kids like this now, but he reminds me of those kids who I love their imagination, but they believed that they were superheroes or, okay, yeah. you know, they were they like Naruto was coming up. And I remember the younger kids being like there were some kids who thought they were Naruto. <laughs> and yeah. listen, no judgment. When I was in middle school, I wanted to be Sailor Moon. I used to have people call me, um, well, Serena. 
because that was the American name for her, yeah, you know. Yeah. So Usagi is her <clears throat> Japanese yeah. name. So listen, <laughs> I am calling myself out too. <laughs> but that's what Kaido kind of reminds me of. Yeah. Well, and as I said, at times I find him highly annoying because it's like, oh, you're doing this. But other times it's like I, I'm like I feel kind of sorry I, for yeah, you because he is he is like the one that like everyone seems to pick on know. him a well, lot. And I think that's how. That's how Psyche got involved with him, though, because there was this bully who was picking on him and stuff. And Psyche comes in and actually, like, pretends to give him, like, the magic powers that he says he has. Which I'm like, yeah, but he just confirmed his delusion a lot. But he couldn't stand seeing, you know, him getting picked on. Like, the the guy was, like, saying the dark reunion or, you know, really trying to exploit his fantasy. And And I think that's what bothers Psyche is that if it had been just straight up regular bullying, it would have been fine but it was the fact that they were using this kid's one weakness his joy in life that he had this against him yeah and he just was like eh, no i don't want my world to be like that i'm gonna yeah. fix this yeah um he also i liked i like him more because he he has like crushes on these girls but he's not creepy about it no unlike like some other characters we will run uh-huh. into uh-huh yeah. He, he's definitely, because he sees himself as that shonen protagonist hero, he has to be, like, morally upright yeah. and all this stuff, which actually does, is probably not a bad thing for a teenage boy to believe in. Well, no, and that was really nice because he, um, well, he, in that in the school trip. Yeah, when, he defended Yumahara yeah. from the two boys that were hitting on her, and she didn't really want their attention. And Psyche ended up helping him there, too, where yeah. he, yeah. he said... He, he punched like, the guy. He and he punched went, the guy, and he's like, "Oh, you punched me." He's like, "Wait a minute, did you, did you? touch me?" <laughs> it's, yeah, because that's the fun thing about Kaido is he thinks he's this superhero. He's this you know shonen protagonist. He's got these powers and stuff. He is the weakest person in this entire anime. Yeah, he is so weak. It's sad. Yeah. However, he is apparently we found out during the sports thing or the school like physical test. Yeah. He's the most flexible person because <laughs> he could reach the furthest. Yeah. He is. He's very flexible. He is. I think it's funny because Hiro. 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 Hiro is our sports protagonist. What did I? Okay, so. Oh, I said he was athletic, ultra-driven, stupid, <laughs> motivated. He trips a lot and his butt gets exposed. <laughs> yeah, that's the running gag is that every time he trips, for some reason, his pants come halfway down. Yeah. Every time. The, uh, Don't know why. Yeah. and But I love Hiro, though, because he is so gung-ho about everything. And the thing is, is he gets everybody else wrapped up. Like, he's not only cheering himself on, he's cheering on everybody else. And then he pushes himself harder. And he pushes himself even harder. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I like him because of that. He's he's also a really good-hearted kid. Yeah. And that... Th- He's also someone that ends up foiling Psyche's plans to remain so many times. to remain like in the background because he pushes everyone and then everyone starts hyping Psyche up to like so then that's like the uh, dodgeball thing where it, the game where Psyche was like okay I want to be like complete mid level popularity so and he has little meters above every <laughs> little meters to show you know what levels of everything he's like okay I don't want to be too popular so I can't be out you can't like be last man standing but I can't be too unpopular so I don't want to be the first one out and there's all this strategy and Hyro just completely 
messes it Hiro up. and Nando. Like they, and Nando. They're, yeah. they're both like completely messing up his strategy to stay as unsportsman as possible. Yeah. And then it, because he doesn't want the attention on him. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I love Hiro. Like um, when they go to the festival, who's the guy standing on the shrine cheering on everybody to carry that heavy shrine around? It's Hiro. <laughs> <laughs> in his samurai underwear. I don't know what to call it. Oh, loincloth. There we go. <laughs> in, his, in his samurai loincloth. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, he is just, oh, and he gets sweaty for no reason. Like, he gets so hyped up, he just starts sweating. And everybody in the class looks at him and goes, why are you sweating? <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there were... Um, Oh, so wait, in the really popular girl, what's her? How oh, do you, yes. Teruhashi? Teruhashi. She is interesting because she is like the most shoujo protagonist ever. Like, she's the sweet girl. She's the perfect girl. She's the model girl. She's everything. And then we hear her thoughts through Psyche. And, and she like, knows it. And-, and she knows it. And she's working it. And she is like purposely planning, how can I make this like the most perfect moment? How can I be the most perfect girl? And it's, I can't quite hate her. No. Because... She is nice to everyone. She doesn't go out of her way to put down the other girls because they're not as perfect as her because that would ruin her image of right. being perfect. So I'm like, so she's not actually a hateful character, but it's like, you are now going to second guess every nice person's motives after me. Yeah, <laughs> but it is really funny because Psyche wants nothing to do with her. Oh, yeah, but because of that, she wants everything to do with Psyche. And is she... <laughs> When she was, it, it was her that saw him in the crowd, right? And like he ignored her, and yeah, yeah. she just and she's like, "How could he ignore me? I'm not ignorable. I am Teruhashi, the perfect girl. You don't ignore like, me." Like there's all these men who are like following, following her, her, and she only cares about Psyche. <laughs> it's it's really funny, yeah. But he, yeah. you know, because he can hear her thoughts and see her organs like and, and internal just, muscles like he's not interested in people at all the other um so the animation cue i love for her is that she always has this like golden glow around her yes she is this perfect polished specimen of female girl and it's just i love that yeah this anime does a really good job just with their like phys- their um visual cues on the characters of people too yeah it's that- like hairu always has that like athletic nose strip above his nose yeah um, um Kaido, has, Kaido his, has the wrappings around his arm, so he looks like a shonen hero. Yeah. And so it's just, I love the way they do that. Yeah. Um, and with uh, Terahashi, it, it, she is she is nice because, but I, it's almost like she's nice, but it's because no one else really, like no other girl really matters to her either. Yeah, it's like she knows her pecking order and that she's on top and she doesn't have to worry about anybody because yeah. she is perfect. Like uh, that uh, when they go to the beach um, on their school trip. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't even phase her about thinking, like, you know, her friend. There might be another girl who's prettier than me. Or no. Their swimsuits, you know, better looking than mine or stuff like that. Yeah. It, it does. It, it's just like she's the perfect girl. And yeah. So nobody else can take her place. Ever. Yeah. Except but. then she got a little creepy with stalking Psyche and. Yeah. Well. <laughs> watching him sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Um. But that caused its own wonderful issues where, because she removed his control thing and they wake up and, where's the hotel? Yeah. <laughs> she also has the um, concerning brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will say he was 
in my opinion, the worst character in this anime because his trope is the one I hate the most. He did not bother me as much in this anime because they call him out on it. Yeah, it's very... It, this is like where it's heavily satirical and I can yeah. tell because I... I'm not familiar with this being a common occurrence in it, anime. It, it's not necessarily always common. I somehow seem to stumble on every anime that has it, well, which drives me nuts. Yeah. But he has um, what is nicely called a sister complex to the point where no other boy is allowed to date his sister, marry his sister, or do anything else because he is so in love with his sister that he actually, I think in the anime, calls it out that he wants to marry her. Yeah. Which is... Kind of creepy. Really creepy. And I appreciate the fact that Psyche just looks at him and goes, you are creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and he's supposed to be... him creepy. And he's supposed to be like a popular actor, too. Yeah, he's so. like a popular teen actor and everything. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I thought that... But, like, I was like, oh, he's he's creepy. And, like, I was like, oh, they're going there with this. Oh. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. it's satire. Okay. It, it is a and, satire. And I'm glad because I have watched some anime where it wasn't a satire and i went nope and turned it off because i'm like that's just that's a step too far i'm sorry i know there are cultural differences between japan and america but that's like bad in japan too yeah well you (laughs) know that but that's interesting because i've noticed there's a couple of um touchy subjects uh like especially the womanizing Mm -hmm. well is he uh, womanizing is i don't know if it's the right word yeah it is uh what is it yeah Torisuka, oh, the the, uh, the other boy. medium, yeah, the spirit medium, yeah, yeah. He, he's a perv. He is. He's straight up pervy. <laughs> His main goal in life is to find out the color of a girl's underpants, and he's going to use. He's trying to use ghosts to do it, and the ghosts are telling him, "You're too pervy." <laughs> yeah, stuff. I I do appreciate and pervy characters show up a lot in anime, and some of them I find incredibly creepy. Mm-hmm. Some of them they do it in such a way I kind of find it endearing, which is weird, but it it's it's how you play it. Yeah, and. He is borderline creepy, but because all of his plans get foiled by Psyche, I like the fact that the anime is calling out, this is not good behavior. It's not good behavior. And we're going to keep foiling it for you. And they foil it again on the school trip um, Mm -hmm. when the three boys are trying to see the girl's bath. Yes, and Psyche keeps turning the thing so they only see Nendo. And it's like, yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) But there was a funny moment with that, too. That's the other thing I love with this anime, though. I don't know... This is an older trope, so maybe you've run into it a lot, but it used to be that every single anime, when you hit like the midpoint, there was the beach scene slash hot springs episode, where you could be watching the most serious anime on earth, and then all of a sudden they're all in swimsuits, and the boys are all trying to peep on the girls. It turns into like a complete comedy, different anime that you're watching. And it used to be in every single anime series I would watch, they would have that one episode. Yeah. And I think, I love the way that Psyche... Uh, okay, plays on the Hot Springs episode by having these um, boys trying to peep on the girls in the Hot Springs, and Psyche just keeps turning their little periscopes around so they only see Nendo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm glad they made a parody even of that trope. Yeah. It's like and, everything is parodied in here. And then, you know, Nendo, who who gets... People are, are like... They're mean to him. He he's so he's so dumb. He doesn't realize. <laughs> but yeah, he thinks everybody's his friend, and everybody is like, "You are a stupid person." But he's a lovable. Hyro, Hyro likes him yeah. because Hyro now sees him as his like. Because um, Hyro wanted a sports adversary that was physically better than him, and Nendo is. Yeah. So it's like Hyro's like, "Oh my gosh, I have my adversary." Yeah. And it's a friendly adversary though. So it's not like Hyro's being mean to him or anything, but it's like so there's like that, now that weird like 
relationship. He always seems to he always seems to persevere. And so when when they kept when Psyche kept putting the 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 microscope or whatever the, the telescope periscope thing, yeah periscope yeah, or kept flashing it on him and then Nendo standing like naked behind them. <laughs> they wanted to like pick on him, but he. He shamed them really, <laughs> and they had, they were a little embarrassed. They're like, because... "Oh, we're yeah, we're keeping toms. We're gonna walk away now." Yeah, so yeah, that was it. Was really funny. Um, I like I like. Yeah, that I will it's say se- this is definitely rated TV fourteen for some off color humor. Yeah, there Let's is put it that way. There is a little bit, you know. Um, is there swearing in it? Not as not really. Okay, I think yeah. it's more. I thought it said language at one point on Netflix, but I was like, I don't know what language. It said nudity, which I'm going to guess is some of the, like, Hyro losing his pants yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's more like there's just a little bit of raunchy off-color humor. And, and they, so... But they, you know what, they're trying to, I think, break this, like, stereotype of... Like, because there's the girl who was eating a lot. And yes, Mara. I love Mara. I know and she's part time jobs. Yeah. I, I love the one where they flash to her part time job and she's operating a jackhammer. I'm yeah. Like, what high school girl got a job operating a jackhammer, trawling, fishing for tuna, and yeah. all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. I and love Mara. She comes and so she's like a thicker Japanese girl, but like. She's not fat, though. No, she's not. No, no. But that's what they're they're trying to like break these stereotypes about like people's bodies yeah. and, and, you know. Well, the thing is, she comes out in the swimsuit and all and the boys are like, oh my gosh, she has yeah. a figure. It's amazing. Yeah. She's been doing all this work. Yeah. <laughs> she's actually got a really nice body. Yeah. And it's but so. She, but she's poor. So she eats every bit of food she can she get, And boy, and she like, was packing sorry, it away. Go, going through college. Trust me, there's a free meal on offer. You will find it. You will find it, yes. <laughs> or um, in college, on your birthday, you go around to all the places that offer free, <laughs> free yes. stuff. Yes. The- yeah, no, I had a friend in college, and he told me once that between all the student groups with their events and everything, he could usually find one free meal every day. Yeah. <laughs> that- I was like, you have made this into a science. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like, I, I like that there's, like, they're trying to break these negative stereotypes of like um, uh, misogyny and people's body. Like, you know, it just it yeah. seems to be it's a, it, it's a comedy that doesn't rely on crass humor. Yeah, let's put it that way. It's some of it's in there, but it doesn't rely on that. And it takes it and it twists it. Yeah. Which I appreciate. It's a very intelligent comedy. You and I opinion. both had a really favorite moment. Um, cause Psyche does have a weakness. Oh, he's got a major weakness and it was awesome. And I just, I cracked up laughing. And we related so to it. Hard. We related to it a oh, lot. I relate so much if I could do that. So what he, 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 oh. he encounters a cockroach. A, a cockroach. A cockroach. <laughs> and Psyche, the most powerful per- being on the planet is scared to death of cockroaches. O- other bugs too. He admits the reason why. They can sneak up on him because he can't read insects' minds. And so he immediately teleported to El Paso, Paso Texas. Texas. <laughs> Which I love this anime's view of El Paso, Texas. I swear it's got a dirt road. It's got a wood building that says restaurant on it, and that's it. Yeah, it's like El Paso is actually a huge city. <laughs> and it, it feels like he like teleported into this small little nowhere town and who knows. Yeah, and so he... Uh, yeah, we relate to that because um, yeah, we yeah. both have moments of some, oh. sometimes buggies find their way on our desks. 
Well, and also, I still remember the moment at 2 a.m. in the morning in Tala- when I was living in Tallahassee when I found out that um, uh, cockroaches can fly. Oh, no. Ugh. Certain ones can fly. I, I think it was a palmetto bug, technically. Yeah. And um, I'm still amazed the neighbors didn't wind up calling the police because I ran in circles screaming. Yeah. <laughs> in that house. Yeah. I, I, you know, my problem with, with cockroaches is... They never make their appearance in daylight. It's usually at 3 a.m. when or, I or really early in the morning when you've just gotten up. Yeah, and I'm work. going to use you know the facilities and in my shower or on my sink. There you are, you yeah, evil I a, little bug. I, I had a little infestation a few years ago. Ugh. And I'm watching TV and two cockroaches just run across my floor and I'm like, where did you come from? And I'm moving home now. I'm yeah, moving you back. Own, I call you my own, parents. This is your house now. Yep, like. I call my parents and I was like, I'm moving back home. <laughs> Especially when they when they disappear and you can't find them. I'm like, how am I supposed to go back to sleep now? Yeah, yeah, no. I Yeah, I have nightmares. Yeah. I'm anyway, like, so we are completely on board with Psyche on this one. Yeah. You see a cockroach, you teleport halfway across halfway. the world. <laughs> And it was when he did that. I was like, "Oh my god, that's so funny!" And I love the fact that he then spent like the his parents were gone for a weekend or something. He was expecting to have like this quiet weekend, undisturbed, just read his book and watch TV and be done with. And he apparently spends the entire weekend cleaning the house because this cockroach and his parents come back and everything's sparkling and he's exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> and he didn't have a relaxing weekend. So no, it's it's funny. All of these people who again he doesn't he doesn't want friends because I think he just wants to exist because he's so well, desperate to keep I his I sometimes partially wonder if he also doesn't want friends because he's afraid yeah of what will happen if he becomes friends with people to a certain extent because he is so powerful right remember that one time he lost his control device and mm-hmm. they had this thing where it's like the scientist sees his graph and it's like going down he's like it's the end of the world quick call the president and then you see I guess like some they go to the barbarian like, tribe or something somewhere, and their shaman is crying because it's the end of the it's world. The end of the- <laughs> and then they put he puts his little control device back in, and you see this. Oh, everything's fine again. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> go. So- they actually go like to the International Space Station, <laughs> and, and it's like it's the end of it's, the world. Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and I'm just like, how scary is that though? That you are aware as a teenager, you could end the world. Yeah. if you're not careful. So that's I'm really I so, I will keep watching it because yeah. I'm interested to see if. I mean, if he ever finds someone like him or with that kind of, like, those, yeah. those well, kind he, of... he is fascinated by um, Torts- Torotsuka? Torotsuka with yeah. his ability to see spirits because that is an aspect of psychicness he doesn't have. Right. So that's kind of like, oh, cool, there's somebody who can do something different. <laughs> oh, his love for coffee jelly? Je- I don't know what a coffee jelly is. It looks kind of like a pudding type thing. He's... I don't... Have I ever... I, you do get to see him finally get to enjoy. Oh yeah, because he all he wanted in the last the thirteenth episode was he wanted that coffee, that special coffee dessert thing. And this one restaurant only serves five of them. He finally gets to the restaurant, and of course the five kids that, that he ditched that he ditched to find this are all sitting there, and they've ordered the only five. But it was such a sweet but, moment. Oh, it was such a great moment. I'm glad this was the last moment we ended it on because they all took a portion of theirs to put into a bowl for him, and he winds up with one that's twice the size of everybody's. And I thought it was a really good um, all the work he does for them. Like it was a it was a sweet moment of like yeah. this is what we did for him. like it, it wasn't and they don't even know what yeah, they did they, for they him. They don't know what he does. And so it was a really sweet moment of like you know they. They care. Well, and didn't, and, didn't Nendo start the scooping process? 
Yeah, I think yeah. he was like, we'll, sh- could, we'll get we'll, another we'll, bowl. We'll and get we'll, another bowl and share with you. And, and then, I'm like, that's so nindo. And, and then, then he had the biggest portion, and it was yeah, like, it was so I thought that was nice, because there's times where you're like, dang, like, no one does anything for him. Like, he's, yeah. you know. It's like, even his parents are, like, always asking him for stuff, and yeah. so on. So that was but, a little, it was heartwarming, and I was like, this is this was a good episode I, to end on. And Yeah, and, yeah, to finish up at 3 a.m. in the morning. Three, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, f- four, actually. Four, actually. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and then I, as I, as we talked about uh off air i had to stop myself because i was going to watch the next episode <laughs> I, I i have to admit i did watch the first five episodes minutes of the next episode because i didn't realize because it's netflix it just forwards yeah. things on and i was mm-hmm. like oh wait a minute this is episode 14 i better not watch that because i don't apparently they get a new student that's i i only saw the very beginning where there's a transfer student he he looks like he's going to be interesting yeah (laughs) so psyche is so dedicated to staying i just thought about this he's so dedicated to staying under the radar and normal that he like purposely doesn't like he just stays middle of the pack on tests and it kind of backfired though because didn't he end up getting like a point below um uh um oh my god uh, nendo no uh kaido didn't he, didn't Kaido score or no? Did Nendo Nendo score one point above him? Yeah, I think at one point Nendo, but Nendo scored abnormally high because he was having help from his ghostly father, who was who apparently doesn't remember anything about his past life. So he's like, I don't know why I keep helping this kid. <laughs> yeah, it's. I love that little drop line. It's like I don't know why I keep helping this kid. Yeah, but um, yeah, he uses his telepathy to pick out wrong answers. <laughs> I'm just like that's okay so that yeah like um, he doesn't I, I, it's his dedication to being under the radar is it, it, it's unmatched a, a, unmatched yeah I was gonna say admirable because I don't know anybody who does that much work to be normal yeah <laughs> and so I, I I think it's really funny that he he but he is essentially the most normal person on this show yeah well the most sane Let, let's go with that oh gosh yeah yeah, I mean, we have the illusionist, which we're not even going to get into. Um, we have. Oh my gosh, that character! <laughs> yeah, we're not even. We're not going there. That's a whole other storyline that does. We do not need to bring up about Nendo's possible s- former stepdad. <laughs> Wait, and Nendo's mother looks just, just like, like Nendo, him. and I think has the same voice actor. So <laughs> let's be all disturbed. <laughs> I forgot about that moment. Yeah. 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 Um, oh. And, and anyway. Psyche still ends up helping him. Yes. <laughs> well, mostly because he doesn't want some poor guy to accidentally get killed. I know. <laughs> yeah. Because Psyche actually cares about people living their normal lives and not Which dying. someone with his power, you know, it's probably a good he, thing. Could, he, he could not care. Anyway, we have run a little bit long, like very long, but we'll probably cut out some of the meaning okay. about Psyche. But and maybe um, like about Sailor Moon. I didn't yeah, need to, I didn't yeah, need to we, go on tangents about that. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening to this and I've done some severe editing on this episode, we had a whole long tangent on Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask. And we will probably have to do an episode on Sailor Moon at some point. Oh, I would love that. You would? Okay. Yeah. All right. We will plan on an episode on Sailor Moon. Anyway, thank you so much, Lauren, for joining me. And thank um, you for having me. This was yeah. fun. I was nervous at first, but. Yeah, it's, no, it, it's everybody's nervous. I know. <laughs> I was nervous at first. I mean, you yeah. should hear some of my early episodes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'll listen to this episode. <laughs> 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 I will. I, 
will tell you, I only know of one person who has actually listened to their own episode that they've been on. Everybody else is like, no, I'm not listening. I to can't. I can't. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll only, see. At this point, with all the editing I've done, I'm almost immune to hearing my own voice. Yeah. I still cringe occasionally. My mom might listen to this. Oh, dear. <laughs> she, can, she can tell me how I sounded. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway thank you for having me on thank you so much and um yeah i'm really excited about maybe doing a sailor moon episode with you because i think that would be a lot of fun that'll be a lot of fun yeah yeah we'll have to decide if it's gonna be original sailor moon new sailor moon what what part of it we're yeah gonna look at. and this episode's airing on my birthday isn't it uh second week of november yeah tuesday right yeah it's november 9th awesome well happy birthday well thank you so anyway bye bye thank you once again for joining miss lauren and i today as we talked about the disastrous life of psyche k and Another thanks to Zoe for recommending this show. It was a spectacular recommend. Miss Lauren and I both greatly enjoyed it. If you have any thoughts or opinions about the show we just discussed, you can email me at the email address in the show notes below, or if you even have another series to recommend. Sometimes it can take a bit to get to your recommendations because I only produce this show once a month, and I also try to pick shows that I think that my guests would enjoy. And I have to try and put the right show with the right person. But that doesn't mean I don't have them written down in my little notebook, and uh, quite a few of them I actually look forward to doing at some point. And with the coming holiday season, I hope you have a lot of time to watch a ton of anime. Goodbye!